Hello and welcome to the What The Heck podcast. I'm your host, Glenn. This is a creature feature episode where I look at cryptids. I'll describe them, delve into their history, look at some eyewitness accounts and look at what they might be. Research is as academic as possible and references will be given after the story. This week's creature is the Owl Man. Most folklore stems from hundreds of years ago, with sightings of the creatures within them coming from the Middle Ages or even earlier, which is why this creature is so mysterious. In the Cornish village of Mornan Smith, near Falmouth, some events from the 20th century have created folklore. Originally, this creature was called the Mornan Birdman and was first sighted in 1926. The Cornish Echo newspaper reported that two boys had been attacked and chased by an enormous bird. The boys had managed to escape by taking cover behind a large steel grate. The sightings would have likely been put down to an overactive imagination by these two boys, but it was the first of several sightings that created new folklore that seems like a strange thing to me. Folklore is supposed to be something passed down through generations, and the early 20th century just feels too close to current times for it to be something that's come out of nothing. The 1926 sighting attracted the attention of painters Max Ernst and Leonora Carrington. They visited Mornan in 1937. They're said to have performed rituals to try and summon the half-man, half-bird creature that they were calling a therianthrope. Their artwork continued to feature the Birdman for the rest of their lives. The trail of the creature went cold after that, at least until 1976. The Melling family, consisting of Don, his wife, who I can't find a name for, and his two daughters, June, 12, and Vicky, 9, were camping near Mornan. They stopped for a picnic in a wooded area near the 13th century St Mornan and St Stephen's Church. While their parents set up the picnic, June and Vicky went to play in the churchyard. Soon afterwards, Don heard a scream coming from the churchyard. The girls sprinted back to the family car and were inconsolable. They told their parents that they needed to leave immediately. They did so and returned to the campsite where the girls recounted what had happened. They told Don that they'd been playing in the churchyard when they heard a strange sound. They continued playing for a moment before they spotted a large bird-like human flying over the church's tower. Don Melling went to speak to paranormal researcher Tony Shields at the Penrim Steam Fair later that afternoon. Don believed that Shields was responsible for the sighting and had learned that Shields was probably responsible for several paranormal happenings in the area. Shields pleaded that he was innocent and asked to speak to June and Vicky. Don refused to allow it, but did give Shields a drawing that June had drawn about what she had seen. Shields reported the sighting of the Birdman to the magazine, The Fortean Times, 
He had redrawn the picture that June had drawn and submitted both to the magazine. Following the encounter at the church, other sightings began to be reported. In 1978, a witness saw the creature, but believed that it was someone in a costume playing a trick on them. Sally Chapman and Barbara Perry, both aged 14, said that they had also encountered the creature whilst camping a few months later. They said that they had been at their campsite when they saw a terrifying beast looking at them from a while away. Once they spotted it, they said it had flown up into the trees and disappeared into the night. Shields claims to have gotten this account from the two girls after bumping into them on the beach near St Mornan and St Stephen's Church. There were more sightings between 1976 and 1995, but not very many. In 1988 or 89, a teenage boy claimed to encounter the creature whilst on holiday with his girlfriend and her family. The couple took an evening stroll and came across a figure standing around 15 feet above them in a tree. The couple watched, terrified, until it jumped out of the tree and ran away. When recounting the story six years later, he was unsure of where the encounter took place, but it may have been around the same church that all of the other sightings seemed to have taken place near. In 1995, an American student wrote into the Western Morning News, a regional paper for the southwest of England. The letter explains that the student was a marine biologist on holiday to England. She said that the experience happened at the very same church that everyone else had seen the creature at, St Mornan and St Stephen's Church. She was walking through the woods nearby when she saw the creature. She said it rose up and floated towards her. She ran and she said that it felt like a dream. The student said that she knew about the Owlman legend from friends and asked for her name to not be published out of fear for her career. In 1996, a woman reported seeing a floating orb of light floating over the church. And in 2003, the light was seen again by two teenage girls. It's unknown whether the lights are related, but the location seemed like it was worth mentioning. In 2009, the creature was sighted once more. A 12-year-old girl named Jessica Wilkins reported that she had seen it, but the report came to the public by way of shields. There's not much information about this most recent sighting aside from that. The name Owlman came from Shields himself in 1976, based on the drawing that June Melling had made. I avoided saying it as much as possible because it paints the picture in your head before I get to the description. Although I avoid saying the names, the description of a cryptid is awfully powerful. Once we start putting a face to the name, the encounters become more real and we have an emotional response to them. That's why I wait until after the story to give you the description. But you're here for the Owlman and not for me, so let's take a look. 
the Owlman has been described a few times. In 1976, the Melling girls described it as having red eyes and strange claws shaped like blacksmith pincers. The witness from the 1978 encounter said that it was an abnormally large bird with a silver grey colour. They also reported a strange static noise coming from the trees afterwards. The 1989 encounter was described as being around four foot tall with a head of feathers, the body of a man, pincers on its feet, a light grey colour and long wings. Sally Chapman and Barbara Perry described it as a man with pointed ears, glowing eyes and sharp claws. In 1995, the American student described the Owl Man as being the size of a man with a ghastly face, a wide mouth and pointed ears. It had huge clawed wings and was covered in silvery grey feathers. It had long legs that ended in large black claws. Not much is known about the Owlman's powers. It hasn't seemed to have shown any at this point. All we know is that it seems to silently watch people, only to leave when it gets spotted. Everyone apart from the American student seemed to be rooted to the spot when they spotted it though, so it may have the ability to render people immobile. The other thing that needs to be noted here are the balls of light that were spotted over the church. They may also be something that the Owlman can create as some sort of distraction, or maybe it's how the Owlman appears to begin with, like the beginnings of some kind of portal to another dimension or something. Speaking of other dimensions, it's time to look at the theories behind the Owlman of Morning. The first theory is that the Owlman is someone who has been playing a trick on people for nearly 40 years. The first encounter was 50 years prior to the second one, but it could have started a long game of scaring people in the woods nearby. It doesn't take into account that first sighting, and it doesn't explain how the creature could fly. One theory is that the Owlman is, in fact, just an owl. The witness from the 1978 sighting said that it definitely wasn't an owl. However, owls have a tendency to make people feel uneasy. It's not an unreasonable line of thought, and many different faiths and beliefs throughout history see the owl as a bad omen or a monster of the night. What does make this theory make less sense are the descriptions given of the Owlman. Owls aren't generally that large in the UK, and its features don't seem to match the species of owl in the area. Following on from the owl theory, we have something that links into it. Perhaps the owl man is an alien. I know what you're thinking. Aliens don't look like owls. However, the film The Fourth Kind linked the two together, at least in modern times. Prior to the film, there were reports of owls appearing near UFO sightings. It might explain the lights above the church, but there aren't really many other connections. Except one. What if the Owlman is the same type of creature as the Mothman? 
Mothman came to visit just before a natural disaster. So could the Owlman be a portent of disaster too? I did a bit of looking into it and we might actually be able, we might be onto something this time. In 1926, there were two airplane crashes, one in August and another in October. There were only pilots in those crashes. However, there was a third disaster. In November 1926, the Parkgate and Rawmarsh railway station closed due to a train crash in which 11 people lost their lives. In 1976, there was a severe drought due to the heat wave in the summer. The heat wave is believed to have been the cause of 20% of the excess deaths in that year, and there were significantly more hospital admissions related to the heat. In 1989, night air flight 816 crashed between Aberdeen and Bradford, killing everybody on board. And finally, in 2009, Severe gales hit the UK on November the 13th. They lasted until November 21st, causing massive flooding and damage and trapping people under debris. These instances may not be enough to help anybody make the decision, but it's entirely possible that the Owlman and Mothman are cousins and tell of impending disasters. Regardless of what you believe, if you take a trip to Mornin', Keep an eye out as you're walking through the trees. Something might be watching you back. The description and history of today's creature came from an article on the Cornish Bird blog called The Owlman of Morning Smith and a curious archive article called Owlman did a mysterious creature really haunt the Cornish town of Mornan? The eyewitness reports came from the previous articles and, strangely, a celebrity news blog post called Owl Man of Mornan. Has it returned? The theories from today came from the Cornish Bird article and the Curious Archive article, with help from Wikipedia to find those disasters. References for the episode will be posted on social media for you to have a look at. Speaking of social media, links to those and other ways to listen are in the episode description under my link tree. You can currently find me on Facebook and Instagram. Patreon is getting an upload of one of the transcripts each week as part of the £3 tier. The link to the Patreon is also on the link tree and, as before, you're welcome to pledge more than £3 a month and I'll find something extra special for the people that do. I do have an email set up on the link tree, but it doesn't open up a new email, so that's in the description of the episode too. Send me your spooky stories, unexplained events, and anything else you want me to read out. Or, if you have any corrections or issues with things that I've said, let me know and I'll address them as soon as I see the email. The next episode will be out on Wednesday, and next week's creature feature will be released on May 14th, so hold on until then.